A woman whose husband and child went overseas, and one person came to her and said to her, your husband died, and then your child died. That means when your husband died, he had a child still because the child died afterwards. So if the husband died while he had a child, there would not be the mitzvah of Yibam. She could marry whoever she wants to marry. And if it would have a venisesh, she married someone else. Then they said to her, no, the opposite happened. Really, the child died first. Since the child died first, therefore, when the husband died, there were no children. Therefore, it was the obligation of Yibam Mechalitza. Therefore, she was not allowed to marry somebody else. She first had to have Yibam Mechalitza done by her husband's brother. And that didn't happen, she married someone else. So if a Tate say, she has to go ahead and leave her new husband. They have Lord Rishon, the Achron Mamze. Any child she had with the second husband, whether it was before she found out that she wasn't allowed to marry him, or after she found out she wasn't allowed to marry him, Mamze is going to be a Mamze. Now this mission is only going to be Akiva. Because other Tanoim hold that a Mamze only comes about from parents who had relations that were forbidden where the penalty would be kares. But over here, a Shemeris Yavam, if a woman is not allowed to live with someone else, marry someone else, because she's waiting for Yim Chalitza, if she marries someone else, the punishment would not be kares. Therefore, other Tanam would say that the children would not be a mamzer. But according to Rabbi Akiva, the child would be a mamzer. Says the Mishnah, Amrullah Meis Benech. The someone said to her, your child died, and then your husband died. So since the child died first, so when the husband died, there would there would be an obligation of Yibam. For this Yabban, in fact, her husband's brother did Yibam with her. And then they said to her, no, witnesses came and said the opposite happened. Really, the husband died first, and meaning there was a child, there was no obligation of Yibum. So not only was there an obligation of Yibum, if you do Yibum, it's forbidden where if it was unintentionally, the punishment will be Kares. So according to everybody, not just to be a Kiva, would the child be a Mamzer? Because she she lived with her husband's brother, and the only time you're allowed to live with your husband's brother is in the midst of Yibam. But there's no midst of Yibam here. The invitates that she has to leave with her new husband. They have a lot reshown the Achron Mamzer. Any child she had with the second husband, whether it was meaning the Yavam, well, what we what we thought was the Yavam, the husband's brother, the, any child she had with him, whether before she found that she wasn't allowed to marry him, or afterwards, is going to be a Mamzer. Amrullah Mez Bailich, if someone said to her, your husband died, Venises, and she got married because they, because a person told her her husband died. So she, she remarried. But they said, no, no, no. After witnesses came and told her, no, the husband was alive when she remarried. But now he's dead. Now he's dead already. Taste she has to leave her new husband because she married her because she married this second husband while the first husband was alive. That's adultery. Anyone commits adultery, even though it was unintentional, she has to leave this second husband. They have Vlad, Rishon, Mamzer, and any child she had with him before her first husband died is going to be a Mamzer. Because while the first husband was alive, she's still married to the first husband. So she had a child for the second husband during that time, the child's a Mamzer. But Vihachron, any child that's born after the first husband died, ain't no Mamzer, is not going to be a Mamzer, because such a child was not born from adultery, because the first husband was died. Even though she was forbidden to remain with the second husband once the first husband died, but once the first husband died, 
it wouldn't be it wouldn't be adultery anymore. It would, it would be forbidden rabbinically, but the child would not be a mamzer. And now the, the next case in the Mishnah, Amrula Mace Bailich of Niskatcha. Someone came to her and said, your husband died, Mez Bailech, Vineskatcha. She didn't live with another man. She didn't do Nisun with another man, the final stage of marriage. She only did Kedushin with another man, meaning only she, she only was betrothed by the, by the other man, but did not live together. Then V'yachach Ba Bailech, her husband returns, then Muteris Lachserlo, she's allowed to go back to the first husband. Of course, she can't continue with the second husband and go to live together because she was, a mar- she was married to the first one. The first one came back. But over here, we don't penalize her from going back to the first husband because she never lived with the second husband. She only did Kedush in the first stage of marriage. And therefore, the second husband does not even have to give her a get because nothing happened over there. And after she not get, even the second husband gives, gives her a get, it would not disqualify from the kahuna. She would be able to marry a Kohen one day, meaning if her husband dies, she'd be able to marry a Kohen. Because even though normally when a woman receives a get, she becomes prohibited from marrying a Kohen, but that's when the get is meaningful. Over here it's meaningless because there's no reason why the second husband has to give her a get. As Zodarsh Abelazabin Masya, Abelazabin Yasa derived this from a Pasuk in the Torah, Hidashness in the Pasuk in the Torah, because it says, Ve'isha Gerusha Me'isha. The Torah says when it's telling us that a coin, we know we know a coin is not allowed to marry a divorced woman. So it says, Ve'isha Gerusha Me'isha. It says the Kohanim can't marry a Isha Gerusha Me'isha, a woman who has been divorced from her husband. So the, this phrase of divorced from her husband implies only a woman who was divorced, meaning from her legal husband, that was only someone who was divorced from her legal husband is going to be forbidden to a Kohen, below but not a woman who was divorced from a man who wasn't her legal husband. So in this case over here, this man who she only did Kedushim with, the second husband, was never a legal husband, and therefore even if he gives her a divorce, it does not disqualify her from the Kahuna.